0: Welcome to All the Things That I Hate. This is a podcast that focuses on the worst of entertainment, of course, in my opinion. This week we're going to focus on the worst wrestling promotion that's ever been on television. And of course, I'm talking about AEW Wrestling. Alright, a little background on me. I've been a wrestling fan for over 30 years, all the way back to Hulk Hogan and the uh, beginnings of Hulkamania and Jim Crockett's NWA. Really loved wrestling, uh, not just for the action, but for the promos, the characters, the pageantry. Um, last few years, though, I'm considered a lapsed fan as I stopped f- Watching Monday Night Raw and WWE in general as the show became just stupid <laughs> for lack of a uh, you know uh, more intelligent comment than that. Um, today, the only wrestling promotion that I view on a regular basis is NWA and their TV show NWA Power. Uh, I also attended recently attended their pay per view Hard Times. Uh, For a while there, I thought that I was going to be an AEW fan, bought several of their pay-per-views, All In, uh, Double or Nothing, went to uh, Fighter Fest in Daytona, bought uh, Fight for the Fallen, and uh, then got burned out as soon as they hit television on TNT. So, I, for this podcast, this episode of the podcast, I viewed one of their matches from their um, YouTube show. It's called AEW Dark. And the three matches that were featured on there were utter, just complete garbage. Uh, just terrible. But I'm going to go through, and I've made some notes on the matches, and I'm going to go through the matches and explain why they're so terrible in the context of uh, pro wrestling. (laughs) Pro wrestling has a long history of monster heels. These are large people, um, muscular and sometimes just fat, but tall, big, huge, monstrous looking people. Um, who are heels or bad guys. Um, and the traditional way of getting a monster heel over is having them beat people up um, in rapid fashion, usually in shorter matches, uh, just brutalizing their opponents until eventually uh, a valiant baby face comes along and defeats them. Now, <clears throat> AEW and their Infinite Wisdom decided to have Kenny Omega um, as the booker for the women's division. I uh, do why this was, I have no idea. I guess because in Japan he uh, trained with some women's wrestlers, in fact one of them is their champion currently, uh, but he's been put in charge of booking the division and Nyla Rose is over 200 pounds, um, A transgender woman but uh, that is neither an issue that needs to be brought up nor one that they have brought up. Um, AEW did have her as part of um, their press junket for TNT announced the show on there. Um, They then proceeded to have her lose multiple matches um, including to an 80 pound woman from Japan uh, named Riho who was a little girl when she actually wrestled with Kenny Omega. Now, besides the absolute just ridiculousness of the visual of this 200-pound woman, um, who's very strong and looks very, very mean, and, you know, definitely scares me as a grown man, um, you know, fighting an 80-pound woman who's dressed up as, a, I don't know, an anime character or something, um, the whole match when they fought was just ridiculous. I mean, uh, they had Riho, the 80-pound woman, actually locking up with um, Nyla Rose like a traditional wrestling spot and not just getting, you know, powered to the ground. I mean, it was Really stupid looking. Um, But then Nyla Rhodes disappeared for several weeks. And then she randomly had a run-in with Shanna, who I still have no idea who she is. Uh, They did give some background in this match, but I don't know who she is and what a stupid name to begin with. She had a random run-in with her at an autograph signing or something and attacked her for no reason. So, before the match even got started, I looked and I saw that the match went 12 minutes, or at least the segment that they put on YouTube was 12 minutes, 12 minutes long, which is groan-worthy as it is because this is a couple of women who are not very good um, wrestling, um, two characters that they have not developed at all on TV, and they're given 12 minutes for some unknown reason. Uh, I guess better than the typical um, Young Bucks match that goes, you know, 25 minutes for no reason, but... Anyway... They then start off by sh- showing records. Uh, what I mean is win-loss records. This is one of the ways that Tony Khan thinks that they're doing a sports presentation. Show that it features a 80-pound woman locking up with a 200-pound woman. Uh, as they think they're doing a sports presentation. Um, they also have a man dressed in a dinosaur outfit, uh, a small child who wrestles, which they've never explained why he's ever there. But, uh, yeah, they're going to show records. Well, somehow they've managed to give all of their women, except for their champion, losing records, including Miss Nyla Rose. Um... Who has an 0-1 record in 2020, and was only 4-4 um, a, uh, in uh, the previous year? So she's over 200 pounds, and Jr. talks about uh, she's so powerful, she's so strong, as he should do. Next grown-worthy moment was they announced that there was this would be a tables match. Now tables match. The only rules in tables matches are you have to put your opponent through a table, which is dumb um, and usually makes for a very awkward match with little tension because there are no pen attempts, because there are no pins in the match, you're just building to uh, table spots. Well, the table can be very awkward, and especially when you have a woman the size of Shanna um which is just a horrible name. Could they not give her a better name? I mean, I'm going to assume that Shanna is her actual, like, legitimate name, um, but couldn't they have changed it to something? That sounds, I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, but when you have a woman her size, and she is an average-sized woman, um, trying to move a large uh, table around, it makes for several awkward moments, and this, is, this match was no exception. So, uh, they start off the match with this large 200-pound woman who JR talked about being so powerful and all these things. Um, they start by describing the fact that Shanna had put Nyla Rose through a table recently. Which is just stunningly bad, um, I mean, like I said, ba- monster heals, the traditional way of pushing them is you have them beat the crap out of people. Um, you have them, you know, beat people in five minutes or two minutes and you have them brutalize their opponents and their heels because they always take the beating too far. To ever put through a table just kills any kind of heat. Her record, you know, it's not like she has any heat as it is, um, because her record is, you know, four and four. But anyway, Shanna comes out to no reaction. And uh, Shanna's look is like your neighbor's daughter. I mean, there's not really anything distinctive at all about it. They start off with some very phony looking trash-talking and shoving back and forth and just looks awful. Shanna then has some terrible forearms and then immediately they both blow a spot. Um, Shanna comes off the ropes for a Lufez press, uh, which JR calls. Nyla falls down too soon. Shanna's body, no part of her body manages to even touch Nyla Rose um, until she actually just sits down on her. Um, I have no idea why you would start off the match with your monster heel selling to begin with, but that's the way they decided to do it. So, yeah, Shanna's offense just looks terrible. Um... She, uh, she throws several forearms that just look awful. and Finally, uh, she jumps on Nyla Rose's back, and Nyla Rose just flips her off very easily, which was the best-looking thing in the match so far. Um, and in fact, I wrote down, more of that, please. Unfortunately, we did not get it. Um, so, at one point in the match, <laughs> I... This really cracked me up while listening to it. Jr. actually talks up Nyla Rose's athleticism by describing how she gets out of the ring. So by being able to exit the ring, somehow that equals athleticism. I, I have no idea. I, I mean, other than J.R. just doesn't care anymore, but um, he seriously said that. So anyway, Nyla looks for the table underneath the ring. She goes to several different sides. It goes on forever, which always happens in these tables matches. Shanna does a crossbody that Excalibur sells as if, you know, she had just performed a 630 splash, as if he was watching Ricochet, you know, coming off the top rope. I mean, she literally just jumped off the top rope and landed on Nyla Rose. Um... So, randomly, midway through this match, we get some background knowledge about uh, Shanna. Apparently, she's from Portugal, um, which would have been nice information to give on her way out there. Um, But then, uh, after beating on Nyla Rose a little bit and putting her back in the ring, Shanna takes a table, and she takes an just obnoxiously long time getting the table into the ring. She gets it halfway through, props it up for Nyla to be able to grab onto, then has to wait there like an idiot, like a complete buffoon, until Nyla grabs the end of the table. It was completely awkward and just a uh, suspension of disbelief is just completely out the window at this point. Then Nyla barely moves the table towards Shanna, and Shanna sells as if she's been hit by a semi-truck. I mean, she nudged her with the table, or didn't even nudge her with the table, she nudged it towards her. And then Shanna goes shooting off into the railing and nearly collides with a fan with that railing. Um, Just the shittiest wrestling you've ever seen in your life junior can't monster any interest at this point, which I I don't really blame him. Um, Then Nyla goes over and in this god-awful match legit kicks Shanna in the face and then takes another year getting the table uh, set up. Um, Also, throughout the match in several places, Nyla licked her hand for some reason. I, I don't know what it's supposed to mean. I don't know what that's all about but she does we go back to some more crappy offense from shanna and and now x tells us nyla is jealous of shanna's popularity that that was supposedly the start of this feud so these guys have no idea what story they're even trying to sell uh, trying to tell as nyla has shown you know absolutely no interest in fan support as the you know been putting people through tables and tacking people from behind and now supposedly is just very jealous of Shanna and her popularity. This is also the woman who came out to no reaction, speaking of Shanna, um, came out to no reaction. So this idea that she's even popular, um, which I mean she doesn't even appear on their main show, Aew Dynamite. Here she is on their dark show. And supposedly, uh, Nyla Rose is very jealous of her popularity. Just dumb storytelling, completely illogical, and they have no idea what kind of stories they're actually trying to tell. So, Shanna hit a a decent-looking drop kick while Nyla was in the ropes. She then went a second time. Somehow managed to miss it, even though Nyla was sitting in the ropes. She was actually on the ground, their head propped up in the ropes. Shanna completely misses her, Uh, it was not edited, this whole show was pre-recorded and several times throughout the show they had moments that could have been edited out or a different camera angle used or something and they just left it in, they just, I, I don't know, pay no attention at all, they don't take care of the small details. Anyway, she managed to miss the dropkick and seemingly legitimately hurt herself on this messed up move. Some more crappy offense. They then go to the top rope um, for another move that just completely defied logic. Uh, Shanna completes a Hurricane Rana uh, from Nyla Rose. Now, it looked really good, but considering the Considering one woman is 200 pounds and just a big brawling beast, to watch her get flipped over by a woman I don't know 130 pounds uh, was just completely defied logic. Um, I mean, the move looked re- looked really good, and had the match been better, it you know might have been an okay spot. But in this middle of this just cluster of a match, it was awful. So then she awkwardly, and she meaning Shanna, awkwardly tries to set up the table in the ring. The table falls several times. She can't get it over onto the two legs. Uh, it's completely awkward in there. Uh, Nyla, meanwhile, just has to sit around and wait for her to get the stupid table set up. When she finally does, the crowd pops, kind of sarcastically, I would imagine, Um, Then, like an idiot, Shanna attempts a Death Valley driver on uh, Nyla Rose. So this is a move where, you know, of course she she lifts her up on her shoulders, but she's going to try and lift, number one, lift Nyla up on her shoulders, and then also flip her onto this table. Um, Which, I mean, if she had executed it, you know, who cares at this point, because this match sucked, and everything they did just didn't make any sense, but... She looked like a complete idiot, like, even trying to do it. At this point, uh, Jr. called the match bowling shoe ugly, which has always been, like, a code word with Jr. that the match sucks, and so he clearly knows that this match sucks. Nyla Rose selling for most of the match is just stupid. Um, the whole match is just completely pointless at this point. Um, then Shanna again... <laughs> Um after a little bit of back and forth action um that looked like crap uh shanna again wants to set up a table again. She stumbles around with it the same uh, I believe this was at ringside was not edited out. We had to sit there and awkwardly watch her fumble with the table j r jokes that the the tables aren't French, so that's why she's having so much trouble with the uh tables so apparently she she speaks French, but's from Portugal, I think. Um, but again, they don't explain backgrounds, they don't explain storylines, they just like things happen on screen. Um and she's completely just waddles around with this table. So then she gets back in the ring, <laughs> she messes up another dropkick. Nyla sells it for some reason, even though she clearly missed. Again, it was not edited on this pre-recorded show. Um, Shanna runs like she's going for a dive uh, towards uh, Nyla Rose, stops in the ropes awkwardly, and then waits for Nyla to actually put her knee up so she can sell getting hit in the head with the knee. It just looks so stupid. uh, Completely and utterly stupid. Um, then Sh- Sh- Shanna decides, oh, I'm going to climb up on the turnbuckle. I'm going to get up uh, up in the air in a match where you have to go through a table. So anyway, she jumps off. She's a good, f- I don't know, three to five feet short of where Nyla Rose was. Lands on the apron. Is kind of hunched over. And has to wait for Nyla to grab her by the neck to choke slam her for the spot to end the match. Unfortunately, in this edited show, they picked the worst camera angle for the choke slam spot. It looks weak. Uh, it made the table clearly look pre-cut. Um, it just did not look good at all. And again, this was a pre-recorded show. They didn't edit it. They then show a replay with a better angle to it. So, like, why that angle was not shown the first time, I have no idea. Nyla licks her hand again. Again, I don't know what that's supposed to be. Then Nyla attacks after the match. The announcers just don't care. They're just kind of like, oh, man, look what she's doing to Shanna in there. Wow. Um... Tony says Riho is denying uh, Nyla a title shot because of these types of actions, which is the opposite of what would a babyface would normally do. Normally she'd want to get her hands on the heel who does these things. So great way to put over your uh, supposed babyface champion there. Great job there, Kenny Olivier. Um, then she takes Shanna up the ropes um, and by up the ropes, she first has her, like, she's going for a death volley driver. She then has to brace herself on the ropes. So Shanna is just laying on her back. She very clearly could just move herself and get off of her back because she's squirming around and she's screaming. So she's clearly conscious. And she just stays there like an idiot, like a complete dumbass on her shoulders. Um, someone ran down. She was then identified as Sadie Gibbs, whoever that is. Um, She gets into a fight with Nyla. Um, Tony says this woman who has no physique is a very powerful athlete after she throws Nyla over the ropes. She then does a a bunch of flips in the ring to the outside, uh, falls... Uh, on her feet and then onto her face Uh, I don't know what she was trying to do but Nyla was a good ten feet from her and she flipped backwards so she looked again like an idiot Um, she just hilariously fell onto nothing for no reason and then uh, Nyla hit her in the back of the head with a terrible looking punch and then mercifully she put the woman through a table I don't know what the point of any of that was. Uh, I think they were trying to get Nyla over as a heel, but again, why was this match not five minutes where she just squashed her, beat the crap out of her, and then had the woman run down to make the save, let Nyla crawl out of the ring, and then set up a match for later? I mean, this stuff's not rocket science. You have a big, mean-looking woman um, who can do some powerful things, why not go out there and have her just beat on people every week? I I, I don't know, but uh, that's par for the course for AEW. Okay, we have two more matches from this god awful show that we will review at a, a later date. Um, Thank you very much for listening to my podcast. This has been a review of the AEW wrestling match, uh, Nyla Rose versus Shanna, an exa- prime example of why this te- television show is so awful. Uh, we'll be back very soon with Kip Sabian versus Q T Marshall. A match that uh, defied logic and uh, featured a man eating an apple in the middle of the match.